This is Chatting Human Design, the place to be to hear how real people use human design in their everyday life. I'm so excited to have you. Hey everybody, welcome to Chatting Human Design. I'm Janelle and my guest today is very special and very awesome. He's a 6'2". I'm a 6 as well, so I love 6s. Emotional, yes. emotional manifesting generator. I don't get a lot. I get a lot of projectors, so I'm excited about this manifesting generator situation. He's a spiritual teacher, a speaker, an author, and he uses human design with his clients. So everybody welcome Larry. Hi, Larry. Hello, Janelle. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank you so much for coming on and for even knowing what human design is because that's the only reason i have this podcast is to talk to people about human design because i am a selfish little brat and that's what i want um so uh, it, it, took me, it took me a while it took me a while to get there with human design it did uh, how did it go it, how did it go well my best friend michelle shout out to michelle because i'm pretty sure i'm going to like force her to listen to this she is a manifester she's a one three. Oh, nice uh, and uh so I'm probably not going to force her to listen to this, right? <laughs> you'll, you'll suggest and maybe she'll listen. Yeah, I'll, I'll inform her, but that's about as much as far as that's going to go. Yeah. Um, but she brought it to me about four and a half years ago, and I knew nothing about it. It did not appeal to me. There was nothing in me that was like, okay, this is a thing. Um, so I waited four and a half years to wait to respond. And mm-hmm. finally one day... <laughs> Finally, one day I was like laying in the bed and um, I was like, there might be something to that. And I responded and the rest, I've been down the rabbit hole ever since. Mm-hmm. That sounds about right for a sick line <laughs> to come to this in your own way. Your Absolutely. Own way. Um, yeah. I mean, when I first saw it too, I was very much like, at first I thought it was like this fun little thing. You put your birth information, like your horoscope. And I, I was yeah. like, this cool thing. I was like, oh, this will be neat. And then I got the chart and I, and I was like, what? What is? This I was like, you don't, you don't, you don't know me. Oh my God, you do know me. Right? <laughs> and it's a lie. You're looking at it like, what are this shapes and lines and ha- what's happening? And then, like you said, you get some information about like your type maybe or your uh, profile. And you're like, wait, I have to keep going. And then it is quite yeah. the rabbit hole to go down. It, it feels you feel the most seen I think in human design like oh my god I'm not crazy yeah. I've been this way my entire life and this explains everything yeah totally it, it, it helped so much yeah me too and it's it's crazy because for me well when I first did it I put my birth time in incorrectly so for the first few months of my human design journey and I've been in my experiment for almost five years now I thought I was a generator, a three, five generator, but I'm a three, six mental projector, which is very different. Oh, that's a lot. (laughs) So I got real mad when I realized what I did. I got real pissed off and I said, I hate this thing. And I unfollowed a bunch of people and I put my books away where I couldn't see them. And I was like, this is stupid because I messed up and I was embarrassed. I was like, this is dumb. You spun straight into bitterness, right? Straight oh, into yeah. Myself. Yeah. And my third line was like, my third line profile was like, burn it down. This is dumb. Like, get out of here. And then people kept asking me about it because I brought it up before. And they were like, what's this human design stuff you were talking about? You haven't talked about it in a while. I was like, well, 
yeah, because I messed up. Like, <laughs> I can't be giving you guys advice. And then I just kind of came to terms with it and was like, well, this was just a big, huge third line screw up. So yeah, yeah. I trialed yeah. and I errored pretty hard and yeah. we move forward. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, I mean, as a line six, like I'm, I feel, I feel for you because I mean, you got the six and the three. So the first, you know, thirty years of your life is all trial and error and messing mm -hmm. up just for the sake of messing up. Mm -hmm. And I'm thank God out of that era. I am now. I was just telling my best friend Michelle that I'm so far up on the roof right now, and I'm oh, looking down on everything. I am, I am up there. Me too. I'm a hundred percent up there, and I'm like, I'm looking down. And I'm like. That cynicism that they say kind of comes, starts coming with, like kind of looking down on the, from the roof. I'm like, oh my gosh, is this the way the world works? We just get um, more particular. We get more very, discerning very, with the things very. that we like and don't like and louder <laughs> about those things. Because I'm the same, we're the yeah. same age. And, but because of the third and the frux, I'm a three, six. I had a friend who put it really well. He said, you're on the roof, but you still come down off to experiment and mess, make messes and try stuff, but then you go back. He's like, you just kind of do this back and forth thing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Oh, I am up there, that, that line two of the hermit, I am up here to, until I'm called down. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> and no one has called me down right now. I'm up right? here. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so when you first got, like saw your design and kind of, researched it a little bit were there any was there any part where you were like oh that doesn't sound like me or was there any part that just kind of like hit a nerve um the, there was a part that freaked me out yeah so because you know of you know how I'm set up as an MG of course I'm going to watch a million videos about this I'm going to read a million articles I'm going to do all the things so the first place I went to was of course Ra Mm -hmm. And uh, I watched his entire video about the six tube and the mu the mutation wow, and oh yeah I went to, I, I went there I went there and he you know he was talking about you know if, as the mutation you know if you don't adapt you die and I'm like what I'm to die <laughs> what's happening so I was like I can't do this what, what what is going on so that that is the first thing that really freaked me out but. Once I kind of got over that um, and kind of dug through a lot of the way Ra explains things, which shout out, God bless him for channeling the information mm -hmm. and for the experience with the voice. Um, but there's a lot more palatable ways of understanding human oh, design that I've come to find out. He's right? such a manifester. He's such a manifester with shock as his um, personality yeah. side. The way he talks and the words he chooses are very like... Yep. And you're like you could have used like a a more like you said a much more palatable word to describe this, but then like I said, whenever I read something he he writes and I'm like, oh that's a lot. I remind myself of who he was, and I'm like, oh, absolutely. Well, he's probably spoke this way to his friends and his family. Like, whoa, you're you're a lot. <laughs> yes, yes. Like, and so it makes sense. And sometimes, like you said, you have to look at the word and go, well, I'm just gonna change this well, word. Oh. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it'll describe the same thing, but it'll make Abs it easier to work with. Yeah, so I mean, for I, I just say for anybody that's like listening to this, if you find the language of this to be completely overwhelming, you are not alone. Mm -mm. I promise you. Listen, listen to Janelle. Listen to I mean, just get your hands on what you can get on, 
And, you know, there's a lot easier way to explain your gates. There's a lot easier way to explain, you know, your, your opening, uh, your defined centers, everything. So yeah. I, I say just, just get around and see what you can find out about everything. Yeah, yeah. Such an MG way to put it. Listen and read and look at anything that you can. And whatever way is the most powerful yeah. for you, that's the way. Um, and yeah, there's a, and there's also some, I like people to be aware that there's a lot, there can be some closed mindedness in certain corners of human design where people yeah. try to need to follow things like exactly in a, a way that, that Ross said, and you can't deviate from anything. And if you're not like a thousand percent in your experiment, like as a projector, if you're not slipping alone and only using your energy sparingly, and who cares if you need to make money and pay rent or bills, you don't go to work. It's fine. Like, it's fine. You, 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 don't, you don't have a battery for that. You're fine. Yeah. You'll, it'll, <laughs> it'll, the universe will provide and you will be fine. Like it's hard to, to, to get into that mindset and to get that much trust, especially to something like this right away. So I always uh, encourage open-mindedness when it comes to what you read and what you hear. And if there's certain parts that are, seem a little, like you said, unpalatable at first, go yeah. with the parts that are more exciting and more fun. Oh yeah. Because um, you can get, like you said, really serious and deep into it. And certain people's energy is built for that. It sounds like you are built to just like dive off the deep end. Straight in. I'm going, I'm cool. going to the deepest part. <laughs> That's cool. Cause that takes a lot of confidence and a lot of trust to go into the deepest part of something that you're exploring and and not be like oh god not be like overwhelmed i would be so overwhelmed with all that it, kind of stuff. It, it, what what does it for me i think it's the you know the mg energy of it all because i mean i have a defined sacral i have a defined root I have also a defined spleen. Like there's only three centers of me that are not defined. I have an open ego, I have an open head and an open ashna. Everything mm -hmm. else is defined. So, I mean, so, yeah, yeah, you tell me. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> um, so just like diving in the deep end, like the way I look at it is if I'm gonna jump in this, if I can swim in the 12 foot, then I can definitely swim in the three foot. So let's just start in the 12 foot and work our way backwards. That's interesting with an undefined head because it's like you have the, like I said, you have the trust to really go, because up here when it's open, you have a lot going on all the time and a lot of Ooh. things spiraling around, but it seems like you have a, some sort of comfort level with it where you're like, well, okay, that's just where we're going. Like put on the scuba suit. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, make no mistake. I get on my own nerves frequently. Um, <laughs> like with this open head, I'm like, oh my God, Larry, shut up, stop. And, and it, define uh, it, so it, it really is. Yes. <laughs> I am too. I'm just Ajna and throat defined. That's it. So I'm very Ooh. much, yeah, I'm very much in my own. I get real like a lot of anxiety when it comes to formulating my thoughts into words. And that's always been something my entire life. Yeah. Since I learned about human design, I started to become a lot more comfortable with voicing what is here, like in the Ajna, what I've conceptualized because growing yeah. up, I would just be quiet. I was just like, mm, no one wants to hear the weird shit I have to say. Like it's cool. Just be quiet and agree with everybody and everything's cool. And then I realized that actually I'm here to speak and to 
put things mm-hmm. out into the universe and to speak from this place in here without so much like, okay, does this word make sense here? And how does this sound here? And what are they Right, right. Yeah. So human design has really helped me with my confidence in who I am and like, and what I'm here to do, even though I'm not hundred percent sure what that is yet. <laughs> I think it's I mean, like 26, it, it's really hard. I mean, the, the role model part of you, I mean, you, you'll make a great teacher. I mean, this, and that's what you're doing right now. Um, yeah, you're, I just have you're, to teach in my own way. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? You definitely have to teach in your own way. But I mean, I think if you if you combine your gates and everything and look at just like what you have to find channel-wise, you, you might you might stumble upon something. Have you gotten um, into like your motivation and your digestion and all that, the arrows, the variables? Oh my gosh, that, that is the newest rabbit hole. That is the very, oh that's the newest God. rabbit hole. And I'm like, it's a big one. Yes. And I'm like, I didn't know this was a thing. Okay. Okay. We can go there. It's crazy. Um, Cause it's like, wait, this is a whole new thing. Cause I, I did the same thing when I first got into, it. I'm like, these little four arrows have a lot of information attached. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um, like for me, like I, I know that for me, um, my, my eating environment, it needs to be a calm environment. Mm-hmm. um like where I can be alone with myself so like Thanksgiving I've all since I was a little boy Thanksgiving has always overwhelmed the hell out of me mm-hmm. and I'm like I don't need all of these people just leave and yeah. once I found out that I need to be calm and alone I was like huh so <laughs> thank goodness yes so now like even during the work day or things like that I'm like I will find myself <clears throat> not turning on the tv not having music playing I'm like there's just something awesome in the still and the quiet yeah um and then it's and if I'm eating and I can just sit here and be still and quiet and by myself it is the greatest thing in the world yeah that is awesome I love that I love you delving into the variables and if you need to get calm and quiet and focused you might want to try the stuff that I've been trying it's called oh. magic mind Whoa. oh yes oh yay it's a little productivity drink mm-hmm. like this big I know it's not a video, but it's little, you know, two ounces. Um, it's got matcha green tea, uh, nootropics, adaptogens, a bunch of stuff that helps you stay alert and focused, but also your keeps you calm. So it's got a little bit of caffeine to kind of just give you a little bit of a pick-me-up, but it's not so crazy that you're all shaky because I'm very sensitive to caffeine. And I've been practicing, experimenting with this. My third line has, and it says, hey, take this in the afternoon. So that's what I have been doing. I do it before the podcast. I had one before this podcast. Um, and it really helps me to focus on what I want to say. And it almost slows down my open head um, and the words and everything that's going on in there. So I can go, oh, this is the point I want to make. This is the question I want to ask. It really helps things come out with a lot more clarity. Um, you can have this with your caffeine or you can have it on its own. So you don't have to be someone who's trying to stop your caffeine if you love coffee or tea, because I love both of those things. So this is just kind of a wonderful addition. If you want to jump on this experiment train with me, go to magicmind.co backslash HD and use code HD20 to get 20% off. You should get a subscription so you don't ever run out because you don't want to lose your mind. <laughs> That's my <laughs> again. It's magic. I, see, I, see you, I see what you did there. You got it. It's magicmind.co backslash HD. Use code HD for twenty percent off. I got jokes, people. Come on. 
Listen, and I, I need to go. You said HD twenty. I need to go get some scripts. It's pretty cool, and it doesn't. It. I will weird have a weird thing with taste. The way things taste, especially like health food stuff. Oh yeah. Um, if it tastes like a lawn, I can't do it. And this stuff actually. Tastes <laughs> like so, so yeah, it's it's a pretty fun little little drink. But um, I wanted to. What was the next question? I had a next question. Oh yeah, I wanted to talk about how human design has helped you in your relationship with others in your life. Cause usually MGs have a lot of people in their life. Oh gosh. Different I, spaces. So, so listen, I, I'm at the point where the social circle, because I'm up on the roof is like really closing in tight. And I'm like, yeah, I don't need you. I don't need you. I don't need you. That is going to come back at some point. I, I will be called off the roof at some point, but um, I had just left when I really kind of dived into human design. I had um, just gotten out of a nine-year relationship. Oh wow! Um, and I'm, I kind of was laying in my apartment, and it was like the probably the, one of the worst times of my life. Oh. Um, and it kind of gave me once I because that was finally when I was able to respond to it, right? Mm -hmm. Um. And once I responded to it and started looking at this, I was like, okay, first of all, the way the relationship ended is not crazy because I still had um, his information. So I put his information in there and I was like, oh, there was no way in, in the world that this was going to work successfully. And it explained a lot of the friction and things yeah. that we had going on. Now that the disclaimer for that is like, don't get in a relationship and say, oh, our HD charts are not compatible. Just, you know, work with what you got. Yeah, but I mean, but but hindsight being 2020, looking at his chart in comparison to mine, I'm like, there was no way. And like every point I triggered him and that 35, 36, he completed that for me. And Ooh. it was it, it was explosive. I, I didn't have the good tantric side of it. It was explosive. Yeah, yeah. I totally get um, you because I have 35. And whenever I meet someone with 36, it's like, wow, uh, that'd be that'd be me. I have 36. Mm -hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so that's cool because like it, you said it gives you an awareness of the energies like you said you don't have to shut it down just because you don't think you're compatible but it gives you a lot of awareness and you're like oh yeah and so I, i'm dating a new guy now right yeah and um i put in his information and he happens to be an mg and he's a 5-1 and i said oh my god bless your heart um and yeah. just looking at the way he is set up, I mean, just some of the the issues that he's dealing with in, in his life and how he's coping with those. I'm like, man, you are the ultimate karmic mirror. Everyone puts their shit on you yeah. and no one ever asks you how you're doing. And I've been the first person that asked him how he's doing. And he's kind of like, he doesn't know how to answer the question. He, he legit looked at me. He was like, I don't know how to answer that. No one has ever asked me how I'm doing. Yeah, he's like, good, fine, let's keep going. Yeah, right, <laughs> I right. I don't want to think about that, but you're you're getting him to think about it. Oh, that's so cute. I love that. And I love that you say, as an MG, you wait to respond for things. Because a lot of times the manifesting generator energy is really fast and it can make you really impatient. Ooh. And it makes you skip steps. And to know that there's times when you might, you're going to have to wait to respond is really powerful and again it gives you you have a lot of trust in this thing which i i'm like like a little jealous of because <laughs> i've been working with this thing for like five years and there's still parts and pieces where i'm like i don't will prove this somebody prove this to me that this works if i do it this way if i 
put yeah. more trust in this system. You need to show me proof that it's going to work because I don't want to look stupid. And I'm so like this with my third line. It's yep. one yep. of the biggest yep. pieces of my design where I'm like, you want me to just jump off without any sort of proof that I will be okay? Yep. Like, <clears throat> I don't need this. I don't like this. I, this is embarrassing if I mess this up. And then there's this voice inside me that's saying, you're supposed to mess it up and people are supposed to see it. Yep, 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 yep. I, I don't listen. I do not miss the third phase of the sixth. I, I, I don't miss, I do not miss being in line three at all. Um, but for me, what, 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 what really showed me that this was a thing like, okay, so it was me and Michelle, right? Cool. Like, okay, we can make this mean anything. I was much like you. I was like, ah, we can make this mean anything. And then I started getting birth locations and times for like my closest friends and family. And I was like, the easiest way for me to learn this is if, if I can read it for somebody else, I can definitely read it for myself. So I just started reading their stuff and they were like, like I, I had one of my cousins literally stop me mid conversation and just hang up the phone. He was like, I'm not doing this. There's no way in the world. I was like, I'm, I'm just saying. And so yeah. I, I put in like some, so I have a huge family um, and we have some very problematic members of my family. And I, I put oh, the this must have been in. fun for you. You're like, give me your birth time. What's oh, it, it has been a blast. <laughs> and I put their information in and I was like, and that is why we do not get along. Like I, I have an uncle, I will not mention his name, um, but he and my mom, he and my mom, they trigger just by breathing. They don't have to do anything. Mm -hmm. Just being, occupying the same energy space. It is so tense. You could cut it with a knife. And yeah. I looked at it and I was like, oh my God. Yeah, I have very similar things with my family, with some family members. My sister is an emotional projector, um, but she's triple split. She's got two, two and two. So she has a lot going on. And we yes, are like, does. yeah. And I was, when I looked up her chart, the first thing when I saw she was a projector, I'm like, no, she's way too intense to be a projector, but she's got a lot of emotional energy. She's got a lot of splits in her design and she's yeah. a two four. And I was just like, oh, this oh. actually makes a lot of sense. Like she's that, when, when yeah. I was like, oh, okay. And so I totally make sense that there are people in, in your life that you grow up with. And it's like, no matter how you try to connect, there's always this little, they do this thing. And even if you're yeah. not talking, they're just there. And you're like, your energy yes. is like, get over there. Um, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, and I mean, it's like, okay, now you're like, I guess it's okay. <laughs> it, yeah. Uh, but even with my mom, like God bless her. She, she, we had eight people in the house growing up and I'm the, I'm the baby. Oh, and yeah. And I looked, when I put her stuff in, um, she's a generator and she's a three, five mm -hmm. and she is defined everywhere except for her throat. And I said, oh, and no. it, and it makes sense. Like everything that I had, I was like, at least you had the energy to raise all of us, first of all. But looking at like that undefined throat within mom and how vocal mom is and how if, you, if she's not heard, she, it gets louder and louder and louder. And she's all gonna, this energy I'm, pushing I'm, towards the throat and it's got oh nowhere. My, Although yeah, I'm man. sure with all you guys in the house, there's got to be people that that help define her throat. So I wonder if there are certain people that she has a time expressing herself around you. Yeah, yeah. Would find throughout. It probably felt better to to, to express yourself around you because you have the throat energy. But yeah, everything coming to the throat—that's a, a really interesting design to have everything but the throat. That that's was really like 
that it's intense. I was like, I cannot imagine having that design. But the the flip side of her design is she. When I tell you the woman is pretty much right about everything, she <laughs> is pretty much right about it. I mean, ninety five percent of the stuff that she says, if she says, okay, fine, do it your way, and I'm like, and that is my sign that what I'm about to do is not going to work out. And she ends up being right every single time. And it irritates me. I'm like, oh, but I mean, it's how she set up. Yeah, yeah, it is. And it like, like you said, it can give us a lot of awareness and compassion towards people to be like, oh, okay, so this is how you work. And that's why yes. I don't like it. Because I'm like, it's very much not the same as how I work. And yeah, as a mental absolutely. projector, I get that a lot because I don't have a lot there's not a lot of mental, I don't really know. I know one mental projector in real life and then a bunch of online people, but it's a very unique design. But that means you, that everybody that I'm around is like, what? What's happening? Yeah. Where yeah, is this energy yeah. coming from? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, my little niece, she's a 6'2 mental projector. Um, oh, nice. And yeah, and well, she's dealing with a generator mom that's a 3'5. And I said, oh my God, bless your heart, baby. Um, so, um, she, she's been, I've given her some things to work with and she was like, you know what? I know how to deal with mom now. And she's been, she's been working it. She's been working it. She was like, oh my God, I don't get yelled at anymore. I don't, I, I know how to deal with it. And I'm like, yeah, cause you got a lot to deal with going on there. Mm -hmm. And she's a six, two, like you. Yeah. She's a six, two. That's why you guys get along so well. People with similar, with the same profile get along almost better than people of the same type like pro like generators and projectors and oh yeah profile matches re really makes people go oh i you're familiar to me like i feel from like because your your personalities yeah. are similar so yeah she so calls she, uh, yeah she says she's the favorite and i'm like yeah you are the favorite and so <laughs> just you say just you saying that makes sense and there's 33 nieces and nephews that i have so it, it wow. makes <laughs> yeah yeah that's crazy They're, there's a lot of them in there and and I'm like god like for Christmas time I'm like okay we're just gonna draw names from a hat just one or two people because I'm I can't go broke for doing all this no I, no I have a very and, small family so I'm lucky but that would be I would well, see, it's, well see it's the, it's the open ego in me like I, I want to prove that I can yeah. you know give you gifts and show my love for you and I gotta prove it that, and I'm like okay Larry no not this year we're not gonna do that yeah we're aware we're aware of what's going on I would have so been given so many cookies. Have <laughs> <laughs> some cookies. That is a good idea. And I think I might steal that. Good. They're easy. And I love baking cookies and people really like them. So, and it's, it's pretty cost effective when you're, when you get down to, because you're right. That would be, I don't even know. I just buy gifts for my husband and my dogs. Like literally that's all I have to do. So it's not hard. And I'm not trying to say this to people off because I don't have to buy a lot of gifts but um I'm just I mean we've never had a big family and he has family that is here but they're not going to be in they'll be other places and I'm fine with that I've I've always been very like my family eyes I can see them when I want to see them or talk to them when I want to talk to them but the, I can't be around a lot of people I can be around him and my dogs and this sounds weird to say because I wait tables, so I'm around a bunch of people all the time, but yeah, yeah, it's hard, but I will do it. I do it as little amount of time as I can do it each week to survive. And I got you. My body to like 
be able to work properly because not only am I a mental projector, but I'm pushing 40 and you know, like stuff starts the, the, to uh, not work right. Shit gets, shit gets real, kids. If you're under Shol- 40, shit gets shoulders, real. Shoulders and hips and knees and all those things start to go, hey, hey. And oh, I've been and- waiting tables my whole life. So all those parts are like, okay. Yeah, my shoulder, because I'm a, a martial artist. I do Taekwondo oh, yes, and Krav Maga. Yeah, so my shoulders, I'm like, oh my God. Uh, it, it's both for me. It's really? both for me. Oh. Yeah. I, I, in fact, last night uh, we, we tested for green belt. And I didn't think I was going to get my green belt last night because I couldn't do some of the moves with the weapons, but I actually passed. Oh, I was like, here's hard. Yes. Yeah, yes. I can do this one. This one's like, mm, mm. so. Yeah. And yep, it gets yep. it gets hard, and it's not like I said, it's not just your energy type; it's your age type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's as my dad, of you. as my dad says, just keep on living. I promise you, there's some surprises coming. And Aww. he was not lying; he wasn't lying to so me. So cute, I like that. <laughs> and as six lines, that's a great, great motto because there's a lot. If you don't know anything about the six line profile, people, it's a lot of times talked about as broken down in three phases zero through 30 age 30 through 50 or 60 i don't even remember 50. it makes you 50. go real up there before it's like okay now you're a role model at 50 and a lot of six lines get pissed off i got pissed off because i don't want to wait that long same I same I- that long i don't want to be 50 and go oh this is the best time of my life wonderful but i've worked with this a lot and come to the conclusion that we're just getting better it's not like this yeah. is the 50 will be the best. It's as we go along, we're just getting better and better and better and better. And our energy is getting clearer and clearer. And the age isn't as important as where we are right now and how we're feeling right now, you know? Yeah. So and I, and I, I don't feel use, like a role model sometimes, and I'm sure you do too. Yeah. And I, and I don't use the age cutoffs as a hard cutoff or by any yeah. stretch of the imagination. Um, because I mean, I'm not 40 yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, this roof has this, I am up there camped out like with snacks, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm also, you know, a spiritual life coach and an author and a speaker and all of the things. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's really like, I, I was, I just came to the conclusion the other night that, you know what, working with large groups of people is fine at this point, working one-on-one I'm kind of phasing out and starting to work with with bigger groups because it's not as intense of an energy exchange, right? Mm-hmm. Because I need to be able to observe a group instead of being able to take on one-on-one energy. Yeah, and um, you I, can, you're better at multitasking than most because you're an MG, so you kind of got that energy going I'm, on. I mean, if I showed you like the the check the literal checklist that's just sitting here as an MG, um, MGs, you're not crazy. I promise you, checklists are a thing. Um, just make sure that they make sure that they do something. I mean that that that's just that's those are that's so cute. Too, yeah, but it's like oh my gosh, what what do you get done first? And I'm learning to really trust that sacred response and go and go in the direction of what really does light me up and bring me joy. Oh, I love that so much. I love that that's how you worded it, and you didn't just look at it and go, "I have I'm going to prioritize, do the hardest thing first, and like what a lot of people say. When you have sacral energy, just like you said, it's it's what's the thing that you're looking at the list going, uh, I kind of I want to do that. Let's do that. Like no explanation, yeah. even if it's the easiest thing, or even if you're yeah. like, well, you know, this one has to do with taxes. So I have to start there. That's really important. And this mm-hmm. one is just fun. Like, 
Um, it's holiday time, so maybe it's decorating and that doesn't do anything real, yep. but you should start where your sacral goes, do that thing first. Cause then yes. you're just going to get more and more energy and you're like, I got this and then I got this and oh, I'm here. And I love and, that you said it like that. And, and I will tell you the best for anybody listening that has a defined sacral, I will give you guys the best sacral story in the world. Yes. Um, so <laughs> I was going out of town, you know, up to Connecticut. I'm in Southern Indiana. I was flying up to Connecticut and I do not like to send my bags through like just the airport because I'm like, oh, it, it may get lost. So I always either FedEx or UPS my bag. Mm-hmm. So I'm sitting here, I put my bag together and I said, okay, Larry, you got two options. This or that question, right? FedEx or UPS? Boom, FedEx. But no, UPS is literally just right here. Just like kind of right outside the apartment. You can go over there, FedEx. No, UPS is even cheaper. You do, you did the, everything online. Mm-hmm. You, you should FedEx. So I said, okay, I'm going to go in the opposite direction of my cycle just to see what happens. Oh, so wow. I took, I, I, yeah, I, I, I experimented <laughs> and it was a bad one. Um, and I sent it via UPS and I got to Connecticut and um, my bags were supposed to arrive on Saturday when I got there. They did not arrive till Wednesday. Oh my goodness. However, there were like 12 FedEx trucks that came there the same day. Like they kept backing up to the house. And I'm like, oh my gosh. You're like, I would have been here. Yep. So on the way back home, I was like, FedEx or UPS? And it was still a FedEx pool. FedEx, everything was here when I got back home. So, I mean, like, listen to that sacred response. I, I tell people like that are struggling with that. You know, start with food. Food is the easiest thing in the world to start with with their sacral mm-hmm. response. Um, and I started with me. I got really granular about it because, you know, I'm an MG. <laughs> so I had, you know, um, maple brown sugar oatmeal and I had maple brown sugar cream of wheat. Same oh, flavor. Oh, wow. Same, same flavors. <gasps> and, and I said, which one? Oatmeal. 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 I went in the way of the cream of wheat just to see. And it was the grossest thing I've ever put in my mouth. I ate one bite, threw it away. Love it. I love that you say start with food because like you said, the worst thing that can happen is it's not good. Correct. Um, um, and the fact that you got so specific about it because then in life, when specific things present themselves to you and you get that, you're like, ah, that's the thing because that, that was how it was for me before when it was just food. And now it's this big thing. Yes, that's the way. Even if it's not the responsible thing to do or the cost-effective thing. To oh my do, God, the sacral never makes sense. As long as you can sense. swing it, you should go yes. towards the sacral response. You know, it, it, and it never makes. Please, please believe me when I tell you that the sacral response never makes a damn bit of sense. I, I am here to tell you that we were just talking about shoulders. There was one night, I mean, I was feeling great. I've been to the chiropractor. Everything was feeling great. And I was like, okay, it's time for time to go to the gym. Time, time to go, go to Taekwondo. And I was like, should I go? Nope. I'm feeling great. Should I go? Nope. I went anyway, oh. hit the bag, pretty much effed up my shoulder for a month and a half. Oh, no. And I, had I stayed at home and listened to that sacral response, that would not have happened. Yeah. So even though I was feeling great, you know, mm-hmm. There was no reason for me not to go, except for my sacral response said, no, do not go. So the sec- don't look for your sacral response to make sense, because I promise you guys, it's going to drive you crazy and it never will. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Okay, so uh, tell us about your book. I want to know about your book. All right, so. so. <laughs> tell, us about the, tell us about the book. It has a fun okay. name, everybody. Start with the name. 
so the book, my book is called Where's My Pizza? Um, and it uh, is available on Amazon right now, the first edition right now. Nice. Um, and I am actually redoing the book. So we're doing an expanded and revised edition of the book. Um, the, the cover will be completely different. It'll be available um, right after the, the start of the new year. Um, so be on the lookout for it. Um, I'll put it up so everyone can pre-order it. But it's essentially how to use the power of expectation to create the life that you want. Because what I have found in life is that in life, you do not get what you want. You get what you expect. Mm -hmm. And if you take a look around your life, what are the things that you are expecting to be in your life or to show up? And once you start looking at everything through a lens of, well, on some level, I actually expected that to happen. Um, you begin to really see that if you just kind of hijack your expectations, then you can really create the life that you want. And so what I did, which is what made me revise the book, was incorporate human design with this because I'm like, okay, if I add some journaling pages, if I add some journaling sections for a projector and for a reflector and for an MG and for a generator, you know, everyone can pick up this book, read it and say, okay, now how does this apply to me specifically? Mm -hmm. so I am adding the journaling pages that I will say you projectors you are the hardest people to write stuff for um it, <laughs> I have written and rewritten and I'm like nope that they're they're not gonna they're not gonna take that well and then manifestors you are not far behind because <laughs> yeah being being told what to do oh good lord um yeah. so I, I run that one by Michelle all the time because she is a manifestor living her best one one three fantasy so yeah. I was like, Michelle, if I if you wrote this in my book, what would you do? She was like, Yeah, it's not a thing. Don't put that in there. And I'm like, Okay, I trust you. So, That's so but good. It, I love that. Yeah, projectors I think are so hard because there's there's so many different flavors of us. Like yes, that's what I'm running into. Emotional projectors, projectors with no motors, which are almost like reflectors practically. Except hey, we don't have that cool Teflon coating that protects us from all shit. So yeah. it's very. Projectors are a really hard type to, I totally agree. And I have one. So I, I a thousand percent get that. Yeah. I mean, reflectors I find found to be the easiest to write for, mm -hmm. for whatever reason. But I mean, because I mean, they're just, reflectors are just incredible. Like yeah. they're really easy to write for. One of my favorite spiritual teachers is a reflector. And I'm like, it makes so much mm -hmm. sense. Teal Swan, she is a reflector. And I'm like, that makes sense. That yes. makes all the sense in the world. Yeah. And, and so they, They've been the easiest to write for, but I mean, MGs, we are everywhere. Like we are the energizer bunnies. Uh -huh. So there, there's a thousand things for us to do in my book. I promise you, uh, ah! there's, there, there are journaling prompts and you're going to draw stuff and you're going to put this together and then you can cut this out and put this here and paste this. I, I got you covered. So basically, and I know I'm breaking this down super simply, it's about working on expecting the things that you really want and trusting Correct. that the universe is going to give those things to you. Correct. You expect it. Oh my God. That's so much trust. You have so much trust, Larry. And I love it. But at the same but, time, it like, I, I'm like, how do I, it feels like this wall and I'm trying to get over it and go, how do I get to that side, that side that you're on where you have a lot of trust. And I know it takes a lot of work. <laughs> it, it is. I mean, I've, I've done a lot of personal development work. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I'm a coach. I'm, I'm a spiritual life coach. Um, and I also believe, believe like a coach should have a coach and a, and a therapist too. So I see a coach and a therapist. And then I do a lot of work on my own. I go to some of the deepest, darkest, shadowy places that you would ever want to go. 
And my therapist looks at me, he says, you are the only person I know that will go to this place. That is the craziest place in the world that you can go. Um, I'm like, well, if I don't go there, then how, if we can't speak it, how we're going to heal it? Yeah. So trust is your superpower, man. That's so cool. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's what you almost have to do for me. Like, it's just, it's a drive to, okay, if I go deal with some inner child stuff, if I go look at this extremely painful memory and just bring it to light, what is the worst that's going to happen? Because the memories already happened. The things already happened and the only Mm -hmm. place it exists is in my mind at this point. So let's just go visit it. It's not going to change how, you know, what happened, but I can Mm -hmm. change exactly how I feel about it and how it's making me show up in the world. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. So yeah, get where's my pizza guys, get the expanded version so you can journal as a projector, which sounds weird because journaling is supposed to be like a big thing that we love. I have a hard time journaling in a traditional sense I think it's my sixth line is like when girls are like oh or anybody is like look at my sparkly journal and my new pen and like here I go writing it down and I think also part of it has to do with I'm left-handed and I have very bad handwriting and I just (laughs) pages but if I go onto like a computer into like a little notes app and I just start writing like Mm -hmm. disjointed sentences like three words here and then keep going to here and it doesn't really make a lot of sense, except but it makes me. sense to you. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense to you. And I'm like, I guess journaling, but really it's like, what's in here? Put it here. But I can't, I can't get into the traditional journal vibe. But again, as a six line, I know that about myself. And I would be like, yeah. oh, hey, I'm following along with Larry, but I'm going to do it the way that I do it. And it's, it's the hardest thing in the world for me to do as well, even as a six two MG, like, because I mean, I'll pick up my journal and I'm like, Oh, but that sock sitting on the floor right there. Oh, I need to go put that up in the kitchen. Uh, and then there'll be 14 things that I need to do. Mm-hmm. And my boyfriend right now, he was like, does all that need to be done right now? Can you just come and lay with me? I'm like, I promise you, babe, it's only, it's only going to take As 15 MG, minutes. Yes, it does need to be done all at once like, right now. Right babies. now. Yes. And he's, and he's an MG. So I'm like, dude, you get it. But he is, he's busy up here all the time, like okay. everywhere. So yeah. um, you're moving but, and he's thinking. Yeah, I mean, I listen, I got up at six this morning and I, I'm not a morning person. I got up at six this morning and I was like, come, I'm going to clean. And I got rid of three trash bags worth of stuff, reorganized the apartment, hung stuff on the wall. And I'm like, where in the world? But I burned up my sacral really good last night. So I had a lot awesome. of energy to burn this morning. That's awesome. This has been such a wonderful conversation and I'm so glad that you came on and spoke. Um, I don't know if you have your own podcast, but you'd be really good at it, just so that you know you have well, oh, very oh, good can speaking I, can, voice. <laughs> oh, okay. Can I can I plug it? You have so, oh, so me I and Michelle. I figured you did. Yeah, well, it's not out yet. Um, okay. me, and, me and Michelle, um, the friend that I've talked about a thousand times on this podcast here, um, we are launching a podcast called Straight Wife Gay Husband. And oh, um it, with a dash with a dash of woo-woo. So we'll, we're going to be talking everything human design. We're going to be talking about, you know, some, you know, inner child stuff, some shadow work, um, magic. We're going to be talking about all that stuff. So, I mean, it's li- it's literally on my checklist and it's sitting right here. I'm just waiting for her to inform me or, or to initiate me rather um, yeah. when it needs to be done. Yeah, which will happen soon if she, if she knows what's good for her. Because you have a very, like I said, you have a very good speaking voice. I don't know what it is about people, but I always get really into people's voices. And you just have a really good voice. So 
Yay. Larry's going to have a podcast. I love it. Um, yes. Okay. So why don't you tell everybody where to find you on like the socials and your website and stuff like that so they can find you. Absolutely. You can find me on my website at Paralarry. That's P-A-R-A Larry.com. Um, you can also find me on Larry-Armstead.com. Um, you can find me on Instagram, which is pretty much the only social media that I use. That if, uh, yeah, because why do you need anything else? Um, <laughs> but it's uh, officially underscore Larry. You can find me there as well. Awesome. At least I, at least I think that's the name of it. There, it's no either officially I'm underscore Larry. Your, I'm gonna have it all down there in the notes, but I like you to say your stuff. So yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Be able to find Larry, get his book, um, check out everything he's got going on. And thank you so much again for coming on the podcast and talking about human design with me. And I will be checking out your podcast, Straight Wife, Gay Husband. Yes. With Dash Woo Woo. Yes, yes, yes. And I'm sure it will be out soon. So thank you again for coming on. Bye, everybody. Yes. Bye, everyone. Thank you for listening to Chatting Human Design. Join me again soon. Have a fantastic day.